0: Welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be.
1: Hey, everyone, this is Chris, and welcome to Dads with Daughters, where we bring you guests to help you be active participants in your daughter's lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. Have any of you ever gone on a trip with your family and it didn't work out exactly the way that you wanted Going on a trip definitely takes time, it takes effort, it takes planning to be able to do it right. And today we're going to have an expert guest on the show to be able to help you think about things in a little bit different way, especially if you are traveling with teens and tweens. I'm really excited to be able to talk with Margo Worthy today. Margo is a past teacher but she's also an expert on traveling with your family. And how she became an expert was she dove right into it and be able and was able to really think about intentional ways in which that she could build intentional educational opportunities and learning opportunities for trips that she was making with her own kids. And as she was doing that, she was learning about how she could help others. And as an educator, she turned that into what she's doing today. I think you're really going to be able to learn a lot from Margot, And she gives a ton of valuable resources. So this is one that I really, really encourage all of you to start the episode With a pad of paper, because you're going to want to take notes and you're going to want to uh, check out the free resource that she gives us in the end. Because even I uh, decided to go and sign up myself because I wanted that free resource because I know that when I travel with my kids, I want this too. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast. Really excited to have you here today. And today, I've got an expert guest. Yes, I do. Margot Worthy is with us. And Margot runs a site that works with all of you called Travel with Teens and Tweens. It's a podcast, but she also has her own travel business called DreamConnectTravel.com. Now, what she does is she works with all of you to try to figure out how the heck do you travel with with your teens? And as all of us know, traveling with kids can be a challenge, but traveling with teens can bring even more challenges in. So I'm really excited to be able to have her on. She had, she comes to all of this as a previous educator in life, and she's still educating. So Margo, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh,
0: Chris, I am honored to be here. I really admire your work, the- the space here that you are creating for dads to become the best dads they can possibly be It's wonderful. And hey, all you dads out there, I applaud you. You are mindfully showing up, reaching and stretching, doing the amazing work of raising up your kids.
1: Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, I think that one of the reasons that this show exists is because dads need community. Dads need community to be able to learn and grow from one another, and and that's what this is all about. And bringing people like you on to be able to help us to be able to do that, but also to help us to be able to connect with our kids in different ways is always important because we need, we all need help. Whether you're a mother, a father, you know, you're a a parent of some aspect. You're going to need help along the way, and having resources at
0: your fingertips is always so important. So absolutely. And I love that word connections. we're gonna we're gonna bring that up a few times here. And in fact, um, preparing for this interview and thinking and anticipating it, um, it made me think of some special memories that I had of my dad because here I am. I am the daughter in your daughter dad equation here. And I was thinking of some of my best memories that I had, that I have of him were from traveling. And I'm not even talking about like the far away travel, it was um, also of the, the local travel that we would do on his days off. And I was thinking about why was that? Why are some of my best memories from traveling? And it was really big. Traveling is when you kind of get out of your regular routine. You're spending time together, sometimes even figuring out new things. And in fact, you guys touched on this when you were doing your interview with Art Eddy and how sometimes the most memorable things are the small things and the time that you spend together with your kids. So I just encourage all you dads to keep fathering up those girls out there. You're giving them roots and you're giving them wings and
1: Wonderful memories. <laughs> well, I really do appreciate you saying that because I think it, it it truly is true that what art Art Eddie said in a pre in the previous episode, that it is those small moments. Those small moments, especially if you have them young, start to prepare you for the future that you're going to have with your kids. So being present, being engaged, doing the little things, even if they're
0: things that you don't want to do. Is so important. Because it's not just about the quality time. It is also about getting that quantity time. It really
1: is, especially if you have multiple kids, because each kid wants time from you. So being able to have that quality time um, and quantity time both is important. And as they get into their teenage years, it becomes even more important because you know they start pulling away as they start to find their own identities and being able to find other opportunities to be able to to make memories that they're going to take into their adult lives is so important. So now, Margot, you have a interesting angle on helping parents. So tell me a little bit about that.
0: Well, you and I, Chris, are kindred spirits in this mission uh, at the heart of our work. you're helping dads to raise up strong and empowered daughters to be the best dads they can be. and and so what I am doing is um, all about inspiring and equipping families to create fun and meaningful travel experiences with their teens and tweens. And I think that we can all agree that we want really great family connections and as you say, moving into those teen years, that's really important and the learning connections. And so, just, I'm all about maximizing those family memories together. So, the podcast that I have that you mentioned, um, on that uh, Travel with Teens and Tweens podcast, they're the steps to create whatever nerdy, geeky, outdoorsy, unique travel that Uh, that families want to pursue.
1: Now, I love that because I think that, I think sometimes we get lost in the planning and we get stressed out when it comes to trying to create these opportunities. So when you're talking about travel with tweens and teens, talk to me a little bit about what type of travel you're talking about.
0: Well, here's the cool thing. Meaningful travel, meaningful to your family does not have to be far away does not have to be luxurious or expensive. So for my family, um, my husband, we, we were both public school teachers, and um, then I stayed home with our kids. And so we were doing all of this travel on just the one teacher's salary. So again, I am not talking about breaking the bank here. What I am talking about is travel that is meaningful to your family members. So something that follows a passion or an interest, something sparked by a hobby. Maybe you there are values that you want to impart to your kids that might tie into travel. For example, maybe helping them become involved citizens or uh, appreciating nature. So travel that really helps all your family members to reach and grow and become the best people that they can be. So this might mean enjoying your local area, maybe local parks or state parks, national parks. And traveling to parks is really great, especially if you're working with a span of ages or if you have younger kids, you might want to get to know your home state or region where you live. National history. Uh, Our family did a U.S. history loop We live over here on the West Coast, and so we did a whole cross-country trip, which was great to help our kids see how vast and diverse the United States is where where we live. Uh, You can tie a trip into an an interest in, for example, science. So we did a geology loop. We did a loop of, uh, first we learned at home about geology, and then we did a loop of national parks, like Arches, the Grand Canyon, Bryce Canyon. Uh, maybe your family has an interest in bicycling. So I know someone who did a bike tour of Europe or of part of Europe. Maybe your family is into hiking. Now, when I was listening to that interview, Chris, with um, that you had done with Art Eddy, he mentioned that his daughter brought Harry Potter into his family's world. So it's things like that that can spark travel. That one really hit me because our daughter had been really into Harry Potter prior to a trip that we did to England. And so she had looked up the places where Harry Potter scenes were filmed in England. And then we incorporated some of that into our trip. And so I have some really special, fun memories. For example, in the village of Laycock, where they filmed the many of the Hogwarts um, uh, scenes. And so I have a picture of my husband and my son and my daughter walking along like Hermione and her friends, swishing through the hallways in their robes. We didn't have robes, but, uh, but your family maybe would read and see Little Women. And then visit Louisa May Alcott's home, Orchard House in Massachusetts, or another great book, Swallows and Amazons. And then your family might go to the Lake District in England. So travel can be prompted by whatever is your family's interest or academic work, recreational interests. But here's the really super cool thing the really super cool thing is that the fun and the family connections are not just for the trip. Because if you plan and learn about the trip together, as is age appropriate, you can really have those fun times at home before you ever leave on the trip. And so especially as you move into the teen years, to have that kind of a project that you can work on together, it makes your conversations at home not just about whose turn it is to unload the dishwasher or about the socks on the floor, the chores.
1: I appreciate you sharing that because I think that there are so many ways and things that our kids bring into our lives that we could incorporate into travel. And it seems like the trips that you made with your own family were were quite organized and there were steps in the in to be able to get you ready for that type of a trip. For Other dads that are listening, other parents that are listening, are there steps that we should be following to be able to create these type of opportunities for our own families? Absolutely.
0: And let me go back a step here that after the traveling that I have done in my life and then as we had kids, I noticed there was kind of a pattern that we would dream about travel, then we would connect it to specifics and then we traveled. So the pattern that I saw in my life was dream, connect, travel. And so that pattern that as our kids grew and we, and they became more involved in the planning and learning, I realized that's kind of the pattern that we go through when we plan our travel, the dream, connect, travel. And I'll come back to that in just a moment, but after we would return from some of our trips, I would have so many people say to us, how did you do that really cool trip? And I realized that I could help people to, to do that dreaming and that connecting and that traveling so that other families could have those steps. Because, man, it is so much easier to do things, right, when we, when we have a clear pathway, <laughs> So we never, it's easier to not have to reinvent the wheel, right? So whether somebody has traveled a lot or whether somebody is new at traveling, I'm hoping that these steps will be helpful to people. So because there's these three distinct phases for trip planning that first you dream and explore together. And in just a minute, I'm going to give you three really super practical ideas that you can take and do even today. (laughs) So after you dream and explore, the next step then is to connect those cool ideas that you've come up with. To the actual logistics of your trip. So you're going to connect to the logistics. And this is what we tend to think of as planning a trip, doing all of the organizing of your air reservations and the lodging and maybe play tickets, if that's something that you're doing on your trip, train tickets, those usual things, the things that give our trips edges, but also at that connect phase. I encourage people to connect to the learning, learning about the specific places that you are choosing to go to, whether that is the animals of Yellowstone or how the channel was built or how to change a bike tire if you're somebody who's going bike touring. And then the third phase of trip planning that we parents go through is to plan for smooth travel. And It's all of those smaller logistical things, like getting the plug adapters for foreign travel or the organizers for the car if you're doing a road trip, all your packing lists, uh, getting your pet sitter lined up, and all those smaller things. So dream, connect, travel. Now, Chris, what I'd like to do now is to give some really practical ways that people can get rolling on this kind of learning-centered travel, those that in that first phase of of planning, which is the dreaming and exploring together. And in fact, dads, you might want to get some paper if you're in a position to get a a piece of paper and something to write on, unless you're listening to this while you're walking the dog or driving somewhere, Um, because I'm going to get really practical here. And while you're off grabbing that paper, be thinking, kind of brainstorming, The places that you have thought about wanting to share with your kids, where do you want to go with them? Did you have some places that you really want to share with them? And then next, think about the timing. When do you want to go and see those places with your kids? Think about their ages. And every family has like different needs based on how old the kids are. In the family and and it it evolves it kind of changes as your kids grow and i call this the family age so you don't want to rush your kids and as kind of just a little rule of thumb and you know these are just guidelines but there is something really cool that happens in the brain at different ages for example fifth grade and up is really ripe for historical stuff. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you can't take your second grader along with your family to go see U.S. history sites or, or whatever country you live in, but you might want to just think about the older kids being the ones to go, well, I'm thinking about U.S. history and going to visit some of the battlefields not the the visitor center films were not always appropriate for the really young kids so think about how to make sure that you keep the travel and the learning age appropriate another great change in brain development that happens around age 14 makes that age really awesome and really ripe for politics and contemporary government so that's a super age to Try to take in seeing your senators at work. And again, those are just general ideas. So just think about ways that you can help your family enjoy the age that they're at and doing the kind of travel that is age appropriate. Okay, hopefully people have had a chance to get a piece of paper. So here are three practical things that families can do to really try to make a meaningful trip in this at home time, the dream and explore time. So first, I really recommend families get a map and hang that up at home. Makes the trip really visual in your home. So while they're clearing off their breakfast dishes, they see that map there, and it becomes a real thing at your house. And you might have seen The product called Tac or FunTac, that's a poster putty. I really like that. Use little blobs of poster putty to mark places on the map. And as you are dreaming and exploring together, mark places on that map that you learn about and discover. And later, those may help you decide on an itinerary. But for now, just kind of mark everything up there. So that was number one, get a map. Number two, I encourage you to check out books. Go to your library. Check out tons of books about the place that you want to go. Could be books about the destination, or it could be books about like an angle on that. So it might be maybe your family's into seed saving or gardening or architecture. Just think of any books that would be related. might be fiction books. might be a straight-up guidebook about your destination. Cookbooks are really great. And again, anything that has to do with your destination, whether it's the costume books or how-to books, whatever relates to your trip, cast a wide net, lean on your library, <laughs> just grab a bunch of books, and then take those books and strew them around your house in your living room. Make your trip really visual and present in your home. So again, the first thing was get a map. Second thing was check out books. And then number three is to make time together. So find time to just be together. Use that time to talk about your trip. Browse the books together. Mark the map. Do some activities Maybe make a model of the mountain you're going to visit or the bridge or a building. Cook together, sew together, whatever makes sense for that particular trip that you're yearning to do. And one way I have found that really makes it likely to, (laughs) because I know we're so busy as parents, right? We're pulled in so many directions. So I encourage people to anchor some time onto an existing thing in your schedule. For example, maybe make it every Thursday night is family activity night or 30 minutes after you get home from soccer practice. So just find some way to anchor it in your schedule so that that time will actually happen even in your busy schedule. So those three things, again, get a map, check out books and make time together. And that will really get you going on dreaming and exploring about your location that you're going to visit. Well, this is amazing. I've been taking
1: notes and I hope everybody else is as well. <laughs> you know, I think that everything that you're saying is definitely doable. It's definitely something that uh, that that is not a hard thing to do. It may seem hard going in or seem daunting if you're taking a cross-country trip and trying to make it educational, trying to create those memories per se. As you're saying, it doesn't seem like it has to be that difficult. It doesn't seem like you have to have an expert to be able to plan it for you. Am I getting that wrong?
0: You are so correct. In fact, that's what makes it meaningful, is that your family is creating this together. You know, that's how you take it from just vanilla and making it your own thing and making it vibrant instead. So that learning and exploring makes it so powerful to your family. Um, Let me tell you a little story about my husband and I were in Italy. This was actually before we had kids and we were standing looking at the Roman forum and I looked over my shoulder and then up skips this teen and her parents were following along behind and the teen, so my husband and I are standing there looking at the Roman forum, thinking about all the incredible, the good, the bad and the ugly history that happened there And she looks back at her parents and says, what's all this stuff? Now, it could be that they were not there to explore the history of Italy. And, you know, that's that's totally fine. But it was definitely a missed learning opportunity. So if you're going somewhere, try to learn about it ahead of time, because there's something so powerful. It puts those hooks in your kids' brains. It it lays down that neural pathway to sink that learning in deeply. I often joke that learning at home is the secret sauce for having engaged travelers once you're on your trip. And in fact, that happened to me too. Um, So just tell another little story here. I was in Poland as a young adult visiting my brother there, and this was right after the fall of communism. And I was there with another friend, and we had gone to a castle, this amazing Teutonic castle. And at the time, the thing to do was to hire a local guide. Well, this local guide wanted to only show us the amber exhibit in the the visitor center, which was fine, except we were there to see the castle. We had no idea, no understanding beforehand of. Amber. And I'm sure, you know, now as an adult looking back, there's so many cool things about Amber, but she was unable to help us to see the importance of the Amber at the time. So I was having a disconnect. I wanted to see the castle and here I was being dragged through the Amber exhibit. So be sure that to really help your your kids to be hooked into your travel, help them by learning about it before you go. So this means that you don't want with your tweens and teens to plan the entire trip yourself without input and then just have everybody show up on the trip. They won't have that scaffolding built in their minds yet and you risk it being boring to them like me when I was ignorant of the Amber exhibit. So do try to do some learning at home. And plus, like I've mentioned, it gives you great times together at home before you even leave to go on your trip. Now, Chris, you mentioned about how people don't have to be experts. And that is absolutely right. We don't have time (laughs) to become experts at every little thing beforehand with our kids. Plus that robs them of of that chance to see that adults are learners too. So be sure to feel okay about not being the expert in what what it is that you want to do. If you want to go to Thailand, if you want to go to Florida, wherever you might want to go, to even your state capital, if, if you live in the United States, you don't have to be the expert in how it works. You can model to your kids how we go about learning this and learn about it right next to them. I really appreciate you sharing that because I think
1: that learning together is so important and in so many ways. So not only in travel and, and thinking about it this way, but also in just in life in general because there's plenty of times where... As a parent, you're not going to know the answer, and you've got to be able to work with them to show them that parents are people too, and that we don't always have all the answers, even though that from an early age they sometimes think we do. But being able to show that we are fallible is really important. And be, so now, as we kind of conclude things for today, is there anything else that parents could do to incorporate their kids into this process outside of? I mean, you've already given quite a few,
0: but any other uh, final thoughts on that? Well. It's great that you asked that because I was just thinking another huge aspect that we parents think about with a trip is the money, right? And as our kids get older, we can find more and more ways to incorporate them into the money side, the finance side of a trip. We really want them to have those learning connections, right? And so, how to handle money is another big one. So, as your kids get older, think about how to incorporate them into that. So when you're thinking about one particular trip, think about what you can afford first. So do some behind the scenes thinking here because I don't want you to go into debt. Make saving for your trip a regular thing. I'd rather you take a less expensive trip than to <laughs> go into debt, right? Because your kids are watching you even if you don't talk about it. <laughs> they can they can see what's going on and they can see if you're stressed about money too. And so then really incorporate your kids as age appropriate. So what do towns do when they are saving for, say, a swimming pool? I've seen where they've had an infographic, like a thermometer. So do you could do that with saving for your trip. And that makes saving for your trip a shared family project. And it makes you not the bad guy, Dad, when <laughs> when you have to make different choices. It makes it a family project to make choices about how to save money for your trip, like maybe making dinner at home rather than eating out or watching movies with the friends at home rather than going to the movie theater. So you can really incorporate your kids and have a big teachable moment for them by adding in that personal finance layer.
1: Well, this has been great. I really appreciate all the tangible things that you've been sharing, things that I know that I've been writing notes on and I think that everyone's been writing notes on because travel does not have to be stressful, everyone. As you just heard Margot say, there's definite things that we can do to make a not only fun, but an educational trip that are going to be trips And memories that you're going to be creating with your kids together. Now, Margo, if people want to find you and be able to learn more about what you are doing and what you can offer them, where should they go? Oh, thanks so much, Chris.
0: Yeah, I have, in fact, made a special page on my website so that I will put all these things that we talked about today on it. So your listeners can go to dreamconnecttravel.com forward slash dads. So again, dreamconnecttravel.com forward slash dads. And I will have links to resource pages with book lists of some of my family's favorite books, uh, some of my uh, recommended maps, and I'll have a link to the Travel with Teens and Tweens podcast and information about my step t- step-by-step trip planning recipe that'll be in beta testing sometime this spring. And on there also, I'll put up a free chart that dads can download, whether the dads wanna use it or a spouse or parenting partner. Um, And I think that you'll really find this chart helpful because it will help you plan out the years in these years before your kids graduate. And so you can pencil in the ideas of not only where you would like to travel with your kids, but Other things, because travel is just one aspect of the things that we want our kids to learn about. So you can fill in that chart how you want.
1: Thank you so much for all of these great things that you're offering our community. I encourage all of you to check it out. Again, what's that website one more time?
0: DreamConnectTravel.com forward slash dads. And drop me a line too and let me know what books you've chosen to share with your kids or where you're going. If you have any questions about your maps or things to do with the time that you're making and your, your busy schedules.
1: Well, Margo, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for all of the, the practical wisdom that you're sharing and all the things that you're doing to help parents to better connect with their kids. I really appreciate it and I appreciate your time today.
0: Thank you so much, Chris. If you've enjoyed
1: today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more. You will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be.
2: We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents And bring your a Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen Carpenters and musclemen Get out and be the one to them Be the best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be